world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Hi, from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So, this is our first time back in the studio in six weeks. It is. <laughs> we weren't doing remotes. I just realized how much I hate looking at you. I know. It's terrible, isn't it? And uh, uh, to say I'm at a low point and to say I'm disgusted with our state and our country uh, would be a really gross understatement mm. at this point in my life. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is the Supreme Court and Chief Justice Roberts. So tens of millions of dollars, many, many years of fighting at state level, appellate court level, district court level, and we manage ANGRPC, NRA, Mark Cheeseman, FPC, SAF, et al., managed to get 10 cases to the U.S. Supreme Court, a literal cafeteria of choices, okay? And we get them up to the Supreme Court, and they hold them for review, and every week they keep pushing the conference off and off and off, and it's been 12 years since they heard a Second Amendment case, mm. and we finally hear from them. And the one thing that is very telling is that the uh, when Justice Thomas wrote his scathing 19-page dissent, he referenced the Rogers versus Gruel case, which is what everybody thought was the case that was going to be picked. That is not to downplay the Cheeseman case, okay? But this case, because of what happened in Drake and Pantano, et cetera, et cetera, was worded and set up to perfection. And uh, Roberts, who I guess is bowing to the rage mob and politicizing the Supreme Court, decided to drop all 10 Second Amendment cases, landing a huge blow to civil rights and Second Amendment rights in this country. And I'm going to read some excerpts from Thomas's 19-page dissent. Kavanaugh joined in a little bit, too. Gorsuch and Alito were, uh, were quiet about it. Now, we know we need uh, four judges to agree to take it, and then the, the, the chief justice makes the final decision. So Roberts, who, as Scott Bach has said numerous times, is worried about his legacy. But I also think what happened is after the Kavanaugh hearings with the rage mob, I think Roberts – realized that if he took a Second Amendment case, the the left would go apoplectic and, you know, what's going on now with the protests and riotings and everything else uh, with police brutality and, and injustice, I guess he figured that the nation would catch fire again. But he did a serious injustice for all of the people and the money and the time and the effort to get those cases up there. Thank you, he, George W. Bush. Yeah, thank you, George W. Bush, another pimp. Roberts could have taken that case and he could have waited until after the election in November uh, to come out with a ruling. Right. And uh, But they decided not to. So I cannot stress enough that we need Trump to get reelected because he needs to keep appointing lower court judges at the federal level so that we don't have to put all of our hopes and dreams and prayers into the U.S. Supreme Court. Because as long as Roberts is chief justice, I don't think we're ever going to get a Second Amendment case heard. So we need to curtail the onslaught of our civil rights at the lower courts, at mm -hmm. the appellate and district court level. 
Uh, so 220 judges and counting have been appointed. If Trump gets reelected, could be another two, three hundred. Uh, we also could see one or two Supreme Court justices uh, get put in. I'm, I think Thomas is ready to retire. He's 72 years old. If The good thing is if he retires, if Trump wins, he'll get replaced by another conservative. But he's not going to probably get replaced by an originalist like Thomas. No. Scalia and Thomas are the last two originalists that sat on that court. Right. All right? right. Scalia was my favorite for many, many years, being an originalist myself. And Thomas has far surpassed him. In yeah. my in my yeah. eyes, yeah. Uh, but he is, his disgust level is unbelievable. But even if Trump was to replace Thomas and Ginsburg, and let's say Sotomayor retires or something, I still don't think Roberts is going to take a Second Amendment case. And he's a young man, right? Yeah. Roberts is in his late fifties, early sixties. Yeah. No, he could be on the court the next no. twenty years. Right. Absolutely. So, Easily. so we have two options here: get Trump reelected and keep getting judges, Federalist-approved judges and originalists at the lower courts are, Sandy, I need you to do some research. What are our <laughs> options if we decide, us constitutionalists, if we decide to relocate to Antarctica? Antarctica. Oh, yeah, okay. I need you to find out what our, uh, what our options are. Okay. Uh, so I got a ton of emails and messages from people. What's next? What's this? What's that? Man, my head is spinning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I mean, I thought, okay, if they don't take Rogers, they're going to take Cheeseman. If they don't take Cheeseman, they're going to take an, uh, the Becerra case. If they don't take this case, going to holy shit, we're screwed. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any answers. You know, Scott Bach, he was like, <laughs> he was depressed beyond depressed. You yeah. know, when it came out. Uh, that they didn't take a one case, and I just don't Have know where to turn. That, I, I mean, the left never departs from their purpose. The, the judges on the left never depart from their purpose. They know the reason they were put there was to write legislation from the bench, and, and they continually do that. Yet every, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be kind and call them conservative justice that's been put up there has wavered. Or, or, or you never know what they're going to do. You always know what the left judges are going to do. You know, Thomas basically said it's in our court rule book right. that when there is yeah. imbalance in the lower courts, right. it is our responsibility <laughs> right. that's, that's to your, fix that's it. your job, right. <laughs> and they punt it. Right. He, he listen. He's pissed off. He slammed the court for, cons, for for its refusal to consider the appeal in Rogers versus Gruel. Thomas had hoped to use the case to set the court, the, the country straight about just what the Second Amendment means. And since he won't get the chance to do so as part of a decision, he's determined to do it in a way which carries zero weight. Okay, right. and he basically said that you know, in Rogers, he wrote. New Jersey law requires that a private citizen show some kind of justifiable need to obtain a carry permit. That need must be specified in detail and in a permit application that lays out specific threats or previous attacks which demonstrate a special danger to the applicant's life that cannot be avoided by means other than issuing of a permit to carry a gun. In Jersey, it's not enough that you want to carry a gun. You have to actually need it, okay? Thomas Rogers joined the ANJRPC suit and sued and took his permit denial all the way to the Supreme Court, which has now refused to consider the case. And annoyed Thomas chastised his colleagues for their unwillingness to revisit the handgun issue. And I, 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 I implore everybody, read his 19-page dissent. Yes, 19 pages, he wrote. Usually a dissent is two pages, okay? Yeah. He wrote 19 pages. And he wrote – this. listen to this. Him and Roberts must not be talking to each other. One would think that such an onerous burden on a fundamental right would warrant this court's review. But today, faced with a petition challenging just such a restriction on citizens' Second Amendment rights, the court simply looks the other way. Okay. He, but, but go ahead. I mean, they they get angry. They write nineteen pages, ten pages, five. All and, for and, naught. All right. All for naught. All so, for naught. Is it is it Kabuki theater here too? <clears throat> now his dissent will be used in other lower court decisions. By the way, Dan Schmutter said that. Oh really? Yeah, his dissent will be used. So he went on and he but compared. It doesn't hold any weight. No. Though, 
He went on and did a gun and an abortion comparison. A favorite and often unconvincing device of both liberals and conservatives is to compare abortion regulations with gun control laws. The rights at hand are both grounded in the Bill of Rights. However, abortion is read into the amendments while gun control is enumerated in the text of the document. Critically, both are legally regulable to some degree. Remember that phrase, well-regulated? That neither the right to have an abortion nor the right to bear arms is absolute in common ground. But the two are not exactly parallel, given that very different practical impacts involve bearing arms is not quite the same as bearing children. Clarence Thomas, though, was happy to offer up the willfully obtuse argument that New Jersey's gun law should fail because the same rules could not be applied. Uh, oh, wait a minute. The same rules could not be applied to abortions. He also wrote. The court would almost certainly review the constitutionality of a law requiring citizens to establish a justifiable need before exercising their free speech rights. And it seems highly unlikely that the court would allow a state to enforce a law requiring a woman to provide a justifiable need before seeking an abortion. Mm. Okay? Wow. I mean, the caliber of his legal mind is phenomenal. He dredged up history. Clarence Thomas is here to let us know that the lower courts are getting hella wrong. Like an exasperated teacher confronting low test scores, Thomas railed against the many courts that have resisted precedent on gun control. Whatever one may think about the proper approach of analyzing the Second Amendment challenges, Thomas wrote, it is clearly time for us to resolve the issue. As a sample of the kind of clarity needed from SCOTUS, Thomas launched into pages-long lessons on English history. He brought up James II with the right to bear arms meant in 1688 and English treaties from the founding era. He, I mean, he just dug into it, all right? He also brought this up. Are you ready? He brought up the need for black citizens to protect themselves. And he was not trying to be ironic. Maybe we need a black plaintiff case to go to the U.S. Supreme Court to back Rogers against, uh, to back Roberts against the wall. I like that angle, all right? He quoted himself from a prior case. Thomas explained that the Second Amendment rights of newly freed slaves were routinely violated by the old Confederacy, which feared violent uprisings. The importance of the right to carry arms in public during Reconstruction and thereafter cannot be overstated, wrote Thomas. The use of firearms for self-defense was often the only way black citizens could protect themselves from mob violence. Okay, let me tell you something. He hit the nail on the head. I think NRA, ANGRPC, FPC, uh, SAF, everybody out there, let's get an African-American plaintiff to the Supreme Court. Let's get a female African-American plaintiff to the Supreme Court. Let's find that plaintiff. And a liberal. Let's find that plaintiff. Okay. I think that's what's going to carry it. And you, and you see it happening here. The, the tide is turning where there are far more left-leaning, let's call them, left-leaning customers who are coming in, buying guns and coming in and shooting for the first time and joining and, 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 and shooting at the range here. And I think that, and you start to see what's going on now. I mean, Look at Occupy and 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 and, and uh, BLM. They've gotten training uh, in warfare and are armed immediately. So once you start to see that happening, maybe that's the side that's going to take it over because they're familiar with, you know, a leftist cause. Maybe maybe the second maybe the two way cause has to become a leftist cause. For it, for anybody to ever we, hear we, what we, we have to we, say, we need a minority, preferably African American female. So this is my last summation on this, and then I have to move on because I'm also clinically depressed. Okay, these so-called justices write in briefs and opinions how they want to do something, yet they do nothing. Okay, you can't tell me not one case had merit. You can't. Right. You can't tell me that. Right. They should be ashamed of themselves. The lower courts spit in the faces of the Supreme Court. And they right. ask for more. Right. 
Okay? Our Second Amendment rights are trampled, yet none have merit. I call bullshit on the Supreme Court. I really, really do. So there's such an imbalance in the court. Heller's been reinterpreted. McDonald's been reinterpreted so much by Mm -hmm. lower court activist judges. But as long as Chief Justice Roberts is sitting there at the helm, none of these cases would be heard. If we could get a few of our brethren in the 2A community to get me an African-American female case over the next two years it could make its way to the u.s supreme court we might see a case that is the biggest supreme court case ever down down voting roe v wade and heller and mcdonald in leaps and bounds because it will be very hard for them to turn their noses up at this case. I'm so afraid that Thomas is so disgusted with the Roberts regime that if Trump gets reelected, he's probably going to put his retirement in the next day. He's 72 years old. We probably got another good 10 years out of him out of the court. You know, he's he's, he's our last originalist on the court. And it's just, I, I don't know how he goes to work every day, Thomas. And he looks at, you know, and, and you know, when, 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 uh, what was his name that passed away? I just forgot his name. Scalia? When Scalia passed away. Even Scalia and Ginsburg agreed to disagree and yeah. got along on issues yeah. fr- from a certain aspect. It was you like know? the best of friends. Yes. And, the, and the, the, the opinions and the dissensions they wrote for and against each right. other, there was yeah. many parallels. I think basically now, because the, the court is 4-4 and Roberts in the middle – we have the worst U.S. Supreme Court we have ever had. Okay, if we had a true 5-4, either way, at least we would know the outcome. Okay, all we have is Roberts there reviewing cases and worrying about optics and his legacy. And he gets this to decide which cases they take. He's, the, he's, he's, the, the, he's the swing vote. Hmm. He's the swing vote. Yeah. Okay, and he was supposed to be a conservative. We knew he wasn't an originalist, a textualist. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't uh, supported by the Federalist Society or anything. Well, neither is George Bush. I mean, George (sighs) Bush is is about as liberal as you can get. But, man, you know, people are like, what do we do? What do we do next? You know, uh, again, getting stuff to the Supreme Court, no good. Now, under Trump, we managed to get a two-judge majority in the Third Circuit. Listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Trump has to get reelected. We need to continue another four years of federal judge appointees. No ifs, ands, or buts. The Supreme Court, as long as Roberts is at the helm, is done. Move along, ladies and gentlemen. I have no faith in the Supreme Court anymore. If just one two-way case was up there and it got rejected, I would not have lost my faith. Ten cases, not one had merit, not one, not one imbalance in the courts that need to be adjusted. Roberts, you should resign or retire in shame. You are a pimp from New Jersey. Go on Murphy's cabinet. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. 
Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. I like cold cuts and I cannot lie Cause when I'm stuck inside When a man walks by in the middle of the day He thinks that it's okay to chow down I go to town and I know that my wife will frown Cause I just stay here and linger And I eat them with my fingers I never properly close it She's angry cause she knows it I nosh it and I leave it And then she has to retrieve it So ladies, ladies Your your music the past couple of weeks And we've gotten a lot of responses (laughs) You've done a great job. So I had to take a break, and I had to go. What was that you gave me to, to inject in my my veins just then? What was that? <laughs> don't worry, it'll take a break. Okay, don't he worry. just he gave me something. I don't know what it is, but uh, but it's weird because he had me put a tourniquet around my neck. Yeah, well, he said that the veins would pop so out. Better so. that way. Uh, okay, so off of that, now let's go to the madness that is New Jersey. Uh, so we know what happened with Asbury Park. Now let's talk about Wayne. The mayor of Wayne decided, in defiance of the crown, he was going to hold a junior high and high school graduation last week. And he was going to do it outside in the football field with social distancing and everything. And Governor Murphy filed a uh, state injunction against him. Uh, So no one's allowed to have fun. But on the 15th, Governor Murphy and his family went out to eat in Long Branch and they sat outside and ate. And there was a minimum of 17 state troopers uh, protecting him while he was out there eating. And two state troopers from the special teams were located on rooftops in Long Branch. With sniper rifles. And uh, when you're on a rooftop with a rifle and binoculars, you're, you know. So what did that dinner cost? Right. A surfs. <laughs> now, a lot of you know I, I call myself the tip of the spear. I'm the voice of the people. Many of you can't come out. And and be pro two way because you'll lose half your customer base, and I know that. Or you're a school teacher and you're worried about losing your job. So we filed a lawsuit last Friday with the state of New Jersey to reopen indoor gun ranges, and we now we filed a federal injunction at the Third Circuit because uh, you can get a massage in New Jersey, you can get a tattoo, you can uh, you know do all of these things, you can go get a haircut, but you can't exercise your Second Amendment rights. So uh, I spearheaded that, and uh, we're hoping to open on the 22nd unless I get whacked down. Uh, Murphy flipped when we sued him on gun stores, and he flipped when we sued him on outdoor ranges. So we're hoping his counsel looks at our lawsuit and the parallels, and he gets it. If not, uh, I need – if anybody has 19 massage tables, I'm looking – I have 19 (laughs) ports open. What's so funny? I want want (laughs) – <laughs> oh yes. Um, I'm I will, gonna leave that right where I it will is. put a massage table in each port and we will be opening yes. for opening for massages and shooting. Yes. I uh I also was uh I was given a message uh from Trenton uh that the tipi- What would a happy ending look like? <laughs> You shoot the Gatling gun. Is that what or it is? the oh, 50 BMG. Okay. Would you, right. Hi, sir. Would you like a happy ending? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sorry. I had to. So uh, I was told that uh, my rhetoric and my stance um, is the topic of many conversations uh, in the State House. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm under the microscope, which is good. F y'all. So, well, it is and it's not, right? I, mean, I don't care. Yeah. I really don't care. I have to tell everybody my You know long- the daggers are out. Yeah, I don't care. What, what do I have right. to lose at this point? <laughs> it's true. You've been forced close since, what is it, the March 15th? March was 14th. It? March 14th. Been forced closed, lost all my Second Amendment rights, paid dearly for it, blah, 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 blah. Just bring it on, bring it on. So at least I have the cojones and the seeds to take a stand, and I'm doing it for myself, and I'm doing it for all of the supporters of Gun for Hire, Woodland Park Range out there. Uh, So it paid off uh, our governor who attended a couple of protests showing his hypocrisy. Uh, On Thursday, the attorney general directed – 
all the state prosecutors to uh, drop the cases on people that had open New Jersey businesses rallies. Oh. So the the people who got uh, ticketed in um, in Trenton and uh, the woman that at Randolph Tennis, uh, they're going to be dropped because his hypocrisy, you can't hide it. You know, yeah, the level right, of hypocrisy, right. you can't hide it. Yeah. We can have a rally for police brutality and injustice, but you can't have a rally because your business has been closed for 14 months and you're going to go bankrupt. Right. So he flipped on that. So that really worked out to our advantage that that he did that. And uh, so screw him. So that's what the AG did. But, you know, um, it's amazing how uh, it, it pisses me off that cops and police chiefs actually had them write them. You know, for people in their own towns. And uh, people have long memories. Business owners are not going to forget. Oh, absolutely. You know, when they come and look for donations for whatever civic organization stuff, they're going to get the same thing as me. Matt is printing up uh, these little wallet-sized picture cards that says, my governor is a J.O. And uh, every time uh, somebody (laughs) sends me a thing for a donation, political or civic, that didn't support me during the shutdown, I'm mailing them that picture back. Right. Uh, go ask him for the money. Yeah. Uh, you know, 800,000 public sector employees in New Jersey have not felt the pain of no. this past three months. 800,000. And in a state that's so bankrupt and can't afford its uh, 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 current liabilities. Do you realize that when Murphy won, he had mm-hmm. 1.3 million votes? So that's 800,000 public sector employees. Right. And then 500,000 yeah. of other people that are takers. Mostly where, police and fire. Correct. Yeah. Where Kim Godano got just about a million votes of people that were actually working and worried right. about their taxes and stuff. So uh, he can't screw with those 800,000 votes. No. Uh, so we all get continue to get screwed. So that's our problem in New Jersey. Will New Jersey ever change? No. no. Unless that's he pisses change. off the public sector workers – it will never, ever, ever, ever And they're never change. going to vote against their own self-interest. Correct. I want to cover uh, what I talked about uh, last week a little bit about racism. And uh, I got some good emails. Um, oh, George Olchesky, uh he said, please tell me there's a glimmer of hope uh, for an appeal on SCOTUS's denial. Nope, George, we're done. Anyway, uh, and uh, Gene Rossi down in Delaware said, F the Supreme Court. Exactly. Uh, and also Gene Rossi wrote, and tell Ainsley it's sad that someone would feel they need to look at the color of someone's skin in the 2A community. I want to believe like myself there is no reason for it. Don't let him bow out because of a couple of assholes. Well, and then uh, Paul Alonghi Esquire wrote, I am deeply troubled by the comment on your radio show that minority 2A supporters feel abandoned by the 2A community for exercising their 1A rights to protest grievances. The first two amendments go hand in hand with each other, and if gun rights movement is going to achieve any victories, it cannot lose support from any community. Hear, hear. If anything given, the Black Life Movement rioting calls to defund and disband police, the 2A community should be increasing its outreach to minority community since they will be the most affected by these issues. I agree. One can support the right to peacefully protest and justice for the needles killing the needless killing of the unarmed restrain black men without supporting the principles of black light movement if you think a meeting dinner roundtable discussion would help the situation i'd be willing to contribute towards making it happen maybe you can have it at one of the places you visit it for the quarantine crawl sincerely paul along esquire paul we're going when the quarantine is over we're definitely going to set up uh, i want to address these issues you know on one of the uh, new jersey community pages uh, one of the members uh, is a white guy, and his his profile photo is him and his African American wife, or you know, she could be Caribbean, I don't know, mm-hmm. and his you know multiracial kids. And he was like, I I listened to the show, and and the whole bit. He goes, you know, and and some of these people <clears throat> on these forums that I thought were my friends, when the protest stuff came up, you can like see their KKK hoods uh, pointing out, you know, peeking out. He said, and you know, again, continue to spread this far and wide, like. We can't have this. Right. Listen, I've been attacked because of New World Order and globalism. I've been attacked being anti-Semitic. Because I attacked radical Islam, I've been attacked as anti-Muslim. I attacked the Catholic Church and pedophilia. The press never said anything about that. I used the word faggot in a tweet. I'm a homophobe. Right. Okay, so I grew up in Newark. Yeah. If you were gay, you were gay. Right. Okay. If I said, Sandy, help me lift this table, don't be a faggot. 
Okay, right. I didn't use it as a gay term. It no, was like not a, at all. It's more like sissy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but I used that. It almost in a tweet. had no meaning. <laughs> Correct. I used that in a tweet, and I was con- I was attacked for being anti-gay. So I'm kind. I'm used to it, and I'm yeah. okay with that. I, I it, it kind of rolls off. Sometimes it bothers me because it's not who I am. You know, if it didn't bother me, that would be a problem, right? right? right. Because it, that's who I am then. But sometimes it. I say it rolls off me, but sometimes it, it bothers me. Well, because you know? so, so much of it is just. Unjust. I mean, when they call on you unhinged, that's a different story. That's I mean, okay, that, that, that's, but but you know, it's an accurate description. And before I owned the gun range, I <clears throat> was the same way. Yeah. You know, because I've also been attacked. Well, you own a gun range and you want to kiss everybody's ass because you want all. Your, well, I'm a capitalist, yeah, but I don't judge. No, but like you know, I, I've known you a lot longer than that, and it's listen. You when I meet change. you in three seconds, I know if you're an <laughs> asshole or not. I, exactly. It doesn't matter your sexual right. persuasion, religion, right. or color. I don't care. Right. My biggest thing with me is if you're a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen, we're friends. Right. But getting back to the racial thing. You you know, I had another talk with Tony Simon, and, and you know, it's funny. You look at this like Tony Simon, pay it forward. He bought four cases of ammo to support me in my financial distress, right. and he ended up getting four cases of ammo donated to him by our listeners and followers. All four of those donations were Caucasian people. Right. Not that it <laughs> right. matters. Right. 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 Okay, but just to bring that to light, and Tony says he sees people on social media getting out it sometimes that he thought were supporters and then they make a stupid comment so again i want to reiterate think before you post if that's really who you are then you're not part you're not part of us to me i think they should burn social media to the ground yeah well that's not going to happen anytime soon but uh you know Ainsley told me it was a good show. Hopefully some people will wake up. But we need to be all in this together and circling back around. We need an African-American woman case to go to the U.S. Supreme Court, which will take about three years. So for now, Maybe a gay African-American I'll take it. I'll take it, you racist, sexist, misogynist, whatever. I can't. I've been accused of everything. So I, whatever. Whatever, 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 whatever. Uh, so let's go back to Governor Free stuff. I talked about Wayne. I talked about Asbury Park. Asbury Park obviously bowed. Everybody has to bow to the crown. Every day his pressers continue to suck, in my own opinion. And why do we need a daily presser from this guy? Well, uh, Cuomo said Monday's his last daily presser, so Tuesday or Wednesday will be Murphy's uh, right, last, yeah. last daily presser. Right. Okay. Uh, so that's what's going to Whoever happen. speaks last is who he listens to. Correct. So I read this great article by this Tom Bergen, Bergeron uh, from the editor's desk in Trenton. It's the ROI of New Jersey.com. And he wrote Business owners have one specific problem with Murphy. Okay. And he wrote uh, regarding data determining your actions, the answer with Murphy is anything but. Okay, he mentions data determines dates, but he has no specific data, no specific dates. Every day's presser is. And I figured out what he did. His pressers are an hour. So he comes on. He gives shout outs. The woman to my right who needs no introduction. (laughs) Pat Callahan and I are going for beers tonight. I can't comment on the whistleblowers. I can't. Where's he going for beers? I, the, I don't know, the because, the, you know, the Pat Callahan now is being accused. A whistleblower came forward and said, Callahan, when the testing for COVID was under a crunch, he asked to have family and friends test it. Of course. And the person what? said no, and he what? was demoted is, and minute. fired. This is a surprise to anyone. Are you serious? So we have whistleblowers <laughs> about how they handled the long-term care facilities for the elderly. Oh. We have whistleblowers now that there is no data. And now we have whistleblowers where the inner circle, the first tier, was asking for favors for COVID tests. So this one guy said no. And he wasn't invited to any more of the inner circle meetings. And then he was terminated, they said, because he had a conflict of interest of a consulting job he had that he disclosed when he was hired. <laughs> Okay, so he's suing the state now. So they're eating their own. And of course, Murphy, no comment, no comment. Shout out the woman who needs her. I'm practicing medicine without a license. Then he does the obituaries. Then the other day he did uh, uh, wind 
wind energy, the the uh, the big uh, windmills. He talked about uh, that for a half hour during the COVID briefer. Here's what it is, Sandy. He has an hour. So when he has about 11 minutes left, he starts taking questions. Uh, oh, hurry up. Hurry up. We got to go. Keep it short. Keep it short. So we only – not that depressed. There's only no, one – Paul Mulshine and the one guy, Dave, I don't know who he works for, are the only two – Right. That ask anything right. that looks like a hardball question. All the rest are, hey, Governor, where are you in this? We're Dennis Day, please going for beers tonight. And are we the press joining you tonight for beers? You that's know, that's a question. Yeah, that's a question. <laughs> and every Thursday, the, the Secretary of Labor is supposed to be there. Two Thursdays in a row, we had a previous engagement. Oh. He doesn't show up any other day, so nobody can ask about the broken well, COBOL unemployment maybe he's system. writing code. Maybe yeah, that's COBOL. <laughs> yeah. They brought 17 people out of retirement, 114 <laughs> years old on average. Yeah, it have to be to write COBOL. <laughs> so, so, going back, that's his pressers every day. It's Groundhog Day. The woman to my right who needs no introduction. And I post every day, Judy, who's dyeing your hair? I thought that was illegal. Yeah. Governor Murphy, who's <laughs> cutting your hair? I thought that was illegal. And the socialist attacked me. She's coloring it herself. His wife is cutting his hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course she yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 In their $26 million mansion. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, Anytime Fitness went bankrupt. They're closing 140 stores, seven in New Jersey. Uh, the Six Brothers Diner on Route 23, gone. You're kidding? Oh, yeah. The, the, the businesses are just slowly but surely disappearing because Governor Jackass can't make a decision on anything. So this article yeah, talks about that. Yeah, how do you run a that. diner? I mean, even the takeout, how do you do it? I've, I haven't seen a diner doing Remember, takeout. Remember, most diners don't have room for outdoor seating. No. They just have a parking right. lot. You know, how do, how do you do it? And now, like, it's going to rain the next five days. Right. You exactly. can't rent right. a tent anywhere. No, that's true. You can't rent a no, tank. Really They're can't. all sold out. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. so business owners who cross the entire spectrum from socialists to capitalists, right? They're upset because Murphy has no dates with no data to the behind to behind it. Okay? They're they, they can't look past that if data determines dates, then what is the data? Murphy's struggle with the business community is this. Specifics, not slogans, help determine a business plan. Simply saying things are always better two weeks past any specific date is not an answer. And it is not the type of data businesses need to determine their own reopening plan. The frustration, which is leading to opposition, is growing in leaps and bounds, okay? Then he goes on to talk about Asbury Park. Then he goes on to talk about all these other businesses that are being crushed, okay? Murphy always says, restaurants have our enormous sympathies, he said. (laughs) Restaurants, bars, hospitality have been crushed. We are working hard, I promise you, morning, noon, and night to get a responsible point to reopen. It's all bullshit, smoke, and mirrors. Well, he's got his own private chef, so he doesn't have to worry about it. Correct. Who he gave a raise to. Of course. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. 
As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We used marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio, where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. I want to get some housekeeping done right now. Remember, we're on Spotify as well, so check out ShootersGauntlet.com, Bob Ramo. If you go into the city, Marty, I'm coming for you. Marty's V-Burger in the city. Try his rendition of the Big Mac. O-M-G. Also, uh, if you need insurance, if you're a New York City, New York State resident, NYTACDefense.com, my buddy Peter Tillum, is offering a real insurance. Use promotional code GUNFORHIRE and you get a nice discount, 10% discount, okay, and $15 off the annual membership. My buddy Paul Nolan is doing a little better. Oh, good. He's still in Robert Wood Johnson. His wife Carrie posts every day. Uh, Physical Graffiti will be opening the 22nd. I will be going down there soon to do a crawl there. He has other tattoo artists, and his wife is a piercer, so I want to uh, show my support for them. So Physical Graffiti in Linden, New Jersey. Paul is a very strong two-way guy and advocate and uh, I'm hoping for a speedy recovery. I can't wait till he comes in here and starts cussing at me again. (laughs) Oh, the old days. Uh, Our buddy John Petrolino is on Amazon, Decoding Firearms. Yep. Okay, everybody should buy that and give it out as a gift for friends and family. We're still getting ideas for the the, the, the uh, quarantine crawl, constitutional crawl, liberty crawl, two-way crawl, two-way friends crawl, freedom crawl, unity crawl, the whole bit, uh, not your effing crawl. I don't know. I'm up to 145 <laughs> businesses I've crawled already. That's pretty good. 145. 145. I have about 20 I haven't posted yet, and I have about 20 <clears> more to do. The page is going to be interactive with Google Maps, and then on the bottom, all the businesses are going to be categorized like food, body shops, trucking, chiropractors, whatever. It's going to be really, really cool. So check out Gun for Hire forward slash crawl. For you people out there, anybody who's a new shooter that's asking you, how do I get a gun permit? How do I buy a gun? How do I do this? Gunforhire.com forward slash gun permit. I did all the work. All the directions and links for New York and New Jersey are on that page. How to navigate all the online stuff, filling it out, fingerprints and everything. Gunforhire.com forward slash gun permit. Okay, can't be any easier. I posted it all over my social media, and people are like, "Oh, everybody's been asking me," and they're just forwarding the link. I set it all up for you. Perfect. Uh, Guess what? Knife Rights has an app. No way. Yes, knife law app called Legal Blade. Okay, it gives you the knife laws in all fifty states and major cities that they have data for. Stop asking me questions. (laughs) Download Legal Blade. Knife Rights App 2.0, Legal Blade. It's really, really good. Uh, I'll be reading more of that, uh, I don't know, when I get time. Right now, I really don't feel like talking to you people. Okay, the next thing. I want to thank people who supported me while we're closed. A little list. William Hogan bought a gun membership. Carol Owens, a huge gift card. Robert De Palma, gold membership. Robert Gibo, a nice gift card. Richard Cobliars, a gold membership. Mark Drapkin, again, he bought another <laughs> gift card, okay? <laughs> Valerie Sanchez bought a membership. 
Ruth Baggett bought a membership, and Diana Gallucci bought swag for Father's Day. I can't thank you all enough for what you do for me and my staff. Cliff Toy wrote a letter. I sent him some swag and some cards and stuff. Hey, Aunt, this was way general, generous. I was only hoping for plain old business cards. Uh, you gave no instruction on who should receive them. Cliff, everything's for you, okay? Uh, anybody that purchased a new firearm or something, give them some of those cards. They're worth 25 bucks, all right? And he always promotes the Saw Group and the Diversity Shoot as well. Cliff Cliff works down in South Jersey. He's just a re- really, really good guy. He really helped me with my reelection. I won't know. I think the, the NRA uh, annual meeting has been scheduled. Meeting of the members has been scheduled in uh, September mm. in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. So the conspiracy theories all popped out. They put it there so nobody would go. They did this. Here's the, the deal. Uh, we missed our annual meeting was, was shut down, obviously, in right. Nashville, Tennessee. So the NRA is having the meeting in St. Louis, Missouri, because they tried to pick something. So people coming from the West Coast, people coming from the East Coast, people coming from the middle of the country make it a little easier. Yeah. The second reason was Virginia is still a hot spot with COVID. There's a lot more cases in Virginia than Missouri. Yeah. And right. the average NRA member is 100. The average NRA board member is 120. So we want to be as safe as possible. So right away, people are like, oh, they're having it in St. Louis, Missouri, because they don't want anybody to attend the meeting of the members and this and that. Yeah, 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 whatever. Okay. So, so anyway, it's in St. Louis, Missouri in September. Uh, there'll be a meeting of the members. There has to be a vote on the 76th director. I will find out September if I won re-election for three years. The other thing is we don't know the election results. We were supposed to know in May. But due to COVID, Deloitte and Touche closed their Virginia office. They had all the ballots. So then the NRA worked with Deloitte and Touche, and they were going to move the the ballots to another accounting firm. But then they were worried about optics. If they moved it to another accounting firm, the naysayers would have come and said, oh, it's rigged. The yeah. NRA is counting the ballots. Yeah. So better to keep them under lock and key with a, an actuarial firm that it's their job. Right. Okay. So Deloitte and Touche is going to come up with the count. I guess within a month or so, uh, once once they get back into the offices, and then the results will go to NRA, and it will be announced at the meeting of members in St. Louis, Missouri. Do you want to go? You can go. It's going to be a one-day meeting of the members, the next day a board meeting, and then we're done. Basically, I fly in on a Friday, and I'm out. Sunday night, I believe. Uh, it's going to be real short and sweet. They had to do like modification to the bylaws, the executive council, because meetings were supposed to be held at certain times. But due to COVID, they couldn't right. do it, you know. Yeah. So uh, that's when we'll find out about that. Thank you all again for your support up up till this point. This is the letters I like to get. I got this letter from Martin Kazermarks, and he wrote – Uh, Hi, Anthony. We quickly chatted over text today. My name is Martin, and as I mentioned, that I found you while doing some research since recently looking to practice my Second Amendment rights. Although I finally got off my butt and started the FID process up to the point of waiting for the local PD to contact me to pick up the card, I have been a pro-gun supporter, and I believe it is more important now than ever. I plan on becoming a member. I'm a firefighter at both the career and volunteer levels. Thank you for what you do. And uh, he's, a, he's currently a captain, and he's an ex-chief at the volunteer department, uh, and he's active and he serves. And he, uh, that's really nice. Uh, and he wants to hope out, help he can help out, help out ahead of time with us, you know, in the 2A cause. As I mentioned in the text, I would like to take the NRA basics of pistol shooting. I recommend everybody take the NRA basics of pistol shooting with my wife. She's going to shoot better than you, Martin. <laughs> and then he wants to get the Florida CCW. All those classes will be up uh, for July, all right, as long as we open end of June. I have at least one other couple that is interested in coming with us. I can prepay that is also pending. He also wants to build an AR, all right? So I sent him the info that. And he wrote, on a personal note, I align with many of your opinions and views. You're a hell of a patriot and one that we need out there doing uh, the things – uh, you are doing. Thank you for being a, being real. I'm a cigar enthusiast also. I would be great to kick back and smoke a cigar with you one day. We will, okay? And he looks forward to hearing back from me, and he will wrap up this email with some suggestions for a new name for the quarantine crawl. He likes the Gun for Hire Patriot Tour or Patriot Family Tour. I like Patriot Tour. It's kind of mm. cool, too, right? You could get creative with the logo artwork and sneak a 2A in with the Patriot. Uh-oh. You're going to piss Matt off. 
uh, Martin. Matt's the art designer here. So when you come in, I'm going to have him slap you around. But welcome to our family. I've been getting tons of emails from people. I just found you. I found the show. I got your gun permit stuff. I filled it out. I can't wait to take classes. I'm not going to the other places anymore because you're the one that's out there supporting us. I'm humbled by all of that. Thank you. When I do all of this stuff, I'm not doing it to generate more business. I'm doing it because I am frustrated. Okay. If I get more business, but I alien people too yeah and that's okay it has a balance as far as i'm concerned so our buddy george olchevsky sent you and i this book rules for radicals defeated nice a practical guide for defeating obama alinsky tactics by jeff hedgepath aka the alinsky defeater i'm gonna read this george i really really appreciate this he sent a nice lengthy note and everything i think it's phenomenal and uh, i'm gonna read start reading it tonight i got it about a week ago but i've had so much going on here are we opening are we not opening are we opening are we not opening are we suing are we not suing so uh, again, I have no problem being the face. I have no problem doing what I have to do. Uh, I will say Dan Schmutter, Scott Bach, and Coopers and Kirk in, in the city, we they wrote a 49-page injunction at the federal courts to reopen indoor ranges. So I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that I am open on Monday the 22nd. Stay tuned. Check out our website, all our social media. I need you all to follow the quarantine crawl and support those businesses. They've all been getting hammered. Uh, All the businesses that I've been crawling have all seen M. Garcia and uh, George Y. from Firematic uh, and uh, Laszlo from Monster Coding. These bitches are following me. (laughs) Okay. Oh, and Mark and Holly Dacos, they keep posting, too. They went to Rebar. They went to a little cake. Mark Drapkin, the same yeah. way. I mean, I just think it's so cool. Yeah, definitely. And, and now, you know, for years, people have been asking me for a two-way friendly guide yeah, for right, businesses. Right. This is it. And uh, I've gone as far south as Colts Neck and Bayville. <laughs> Okay, and as far north as Stillwater. Where did you go in Colts Neck? Uh, Colts Neck, I went to the Colts Neck General Store. Oh, okay. Right around a yeah. corner from Delicious Orchards. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Mary, the owner, is pro 2A big time. Oh, She's pregnant. Oh, Have you ever been in that general store? No, of course. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, obviously, she has outside seating and movie night now, but it's really, really cool inside. I grabbed a couple of, you know, like Cracker Barrel looking stuff, and I got an egg and a bacon, egg and cheese sandwich. I may have gotten a bacon, egg and cheese sandwich. <laughs> and uh, she came out, and she's really vivacious. And, she, you know, we did a video there. I didn't do Delicious Orchards because I don't know their political. Leanings. No, it used yep. to be no, no. Yeah, so, but yeah, I went as far as Colts Neck. I went to Bayville to Partwright, um, uh, and also uh, beyond, uh, far beyond fabricating. And then I went all the way up as far as Wantage in Hamburg. And then I went to Stillwater, to the Stillwater General Store, still <laughs> old, 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 old Stillwater Garage, car restoration. So, you name it, baby, I've been there. <laughs> and I'm going to go as far east as Marty's V Burger. Stillwater General mm-hmm. Store, they're. Uh... It's the post office, too. Yeah, Dean is a retired state trooper. Oh, okay. So let me tell you how crap happens. (laughs) The... Owner's son of the old Stillwater Garage is a, a, they restore cars, 400 point cars. He reached out to me because I live in Cedar Grove. I'm in your range. You want to crawl? I said, okay. So I drove up there. Beautiful facility, restoring old cars, perfectionist, yeah. right? So when I walked out, of course, I'm hungry. I see General Store, Stillwater General Store. I'm, I'm going to go get me a sandwich. <laughs> I walk in and the owner goes, Anthony, gun for hire? Are you doing a crawl here? I'm like, who are you? He's like, uh, my name is Dean. I'm a retired trooper. I was good friends with uh, uh, Bill Fearon, who passed away. Mm-hmm. He goes, I used to shoot at your range all the time. I said, yeah, I'm here to do a crawl. <laughs> uh, and I did a crawl with them. That's great. And everybody has been so gracious and so thankful that I come and crawl their businesses. I just did Medallion Chiropractic. I'm going to do Cedar Grove Chiropractic. Uh, I got about t- about 20 more businesses. I did a bunch of gyms and stuff. I'm going to do the tattoo parlor, but I'm not going to post them until we get they get closer to their opening day. Right, sure. You know, yeah. because why post a quarantine right. crawl for a gym yeah, now? That if you can't go. Yeah. Now, I, insiders told me Murphy's going to wait till the bitter end to open <clears> gyms <throat> because he's punishing all the gyms because of uh, the Attilus gym down in Delmar. Really? Yeah. Being spiteful. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man. Yep, you can get a massage and a tattoo, but a gym is more dangerous. People with uh, people with power are dangerous. Yeah. Uh, so all the classes will be listed online. It looks like uh, July we will be scheduling all of our basic classes, 
August, we will be scheduling uh, all of our uh, non-resident CCW classes and our urban classes will be starting. Our new t- training director uh, here here is uh, Tony Urena. He will be handling all of the training from privates to basics. Tony's to, a great guy. Tony's a great guy. Retired captain. His second in command is Bobby Prouse, retired captain. He's the tactical master. Uh, all the other instructors, we had an instructor meeting. They're all ready to do the privates and the groups, the small groups, the events, the urban. they're both great instructors, too. Oh, I, my I God, mean, yeah. Just really great instructors. So Tony's going to be spearheading all of the instruction. He's my director of training now. And uh, so you'll see the CCW classes. The reason I'm not scheduling CCW classes in July is because we're still under the thumb of social distancing. I don't want to have 20 people in a classroom or something. I want to cater to the needs of the basic pistol people first, the newbies. Mm. If you already know how to shoot and you just want to get your Florida or Utah or Virginia, you can wait a couple of weeks. You know, I'd rather I want to filter through the the newbies because I want to make it as safe as possible with all of these new gun owners because the the amount of – uh, emails and texts and messages I've been getting is tremendous, all these new shooters. So I want to get them through first. So as we get further and further normal, and then in the fall, we're, we're, we're uh, working on another 1,500-yard shoot with our partnership with Tier 1. Tony and uh, Bobby will be running that uh, out at Shooter's Gauntlet. We're working on that now. And uh, if anybody can give Bob uh, Ramo, uh, what's it, a SpaceX Space. fuselage. <laughs> Um, he would love <laughs> he would to. Like, he would love to have used, that. You know, uh, you know, gently used. Yeah, yeah, gently used. Maybe one or two uses. Uh, anybody wants to go into the Atlantic or Pacific and pull that shit out and and bring it to him, he would He'd be appreciate very it. appreciated. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So we have a lot going on. Might here. even give you twenty bucks for it. Yes, and be patient with us when we open. Obviously, we're going to have a members line, non-members line. We're going to have to have tape on the floor. We have acrylic up. We're going to be practicing social distancing, obviously face masks. I don't know yet how it's going to pan out with the governor and we win and then what the guidelines are. But it's, I tried to rent a tent to put outside for people to wait. So what I'm thinking is on the weekends we get a little busy. If you're a non-member and you come to the door and we have a wait, we'll take your phone number and tell you to wait in your car or the parking lot, to, you know, depending on the weather. And then hopefully within a month or two or three, you know, this will all whittle down. It will have evaporated a little bit and we will be back to our normal because I refuse to use that term the, the three little oh, word good. normal I don't starts with an N yeah ends with a W it's I refuse ridiculous. to use that yeah. word there's no <clears throat> such thing right. we're social animals and it's not going to happen for me so be patient and please with the questions how's it going to work I don't know it's morphing on a daily basis but I just want to thank everybody all our supporters and everything I mean I sold a ton of assets and inventory to stay afloat I can't believe how many people came out to show their support in these past three months buying memberships George Y bought another platinum membership I think he's good now for like 11 years <laughs> uh, you know I mean uh, Tarek from bank card systems he bought uh, he renewed his platinum membership he's not due till like September or October I crawled his business too if you need any credit card processing or anything he's 2A friendly uh, you know and he's right here in Paramus so I want to thank everybody. Please be safe out there. Uh, And uh, anybody want to start a colony in Antarctica? If anybody has information about that, I'm 100% on board. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counterfeit media production. The music is in this podcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gunfire Radio, we do thank you so much for staying safe, staying productive, and staying listening. We love you guys. See you next week. The Holderness Family. I was at Target today. This is the Alpha Sanitizer. It is totally empty. Everyone's freaking. Everyone's scared. Do you remember just one month ago when no one really cared? But the coronavirus, now we sterilize. It took a global crisis to realize we can't leave the bathroom as fast as we can. Why are we all now just learning to wash our dang hands? It took a bunch of panicked Americans to just wash our hands. Wash our hands, wash your dang hands.
not today. Now we just air hug each other from like 30 feet away. We used to shake hands. That's a no. I just assume you couldn't figure out the motion triggered so. Did you see this study that I found online? One third of Americans are flat out lying. It's such a basic thing to understand. We won't all get sick if we just wash our dang hands. You just touch that door handle again. Go wash your dang hands. Go wash your dang hands. Wash your dang hands. I find him, yeah, but he just was outside and was playing ball with his buddy, and he has been feeling cruddy. Yeah, you picked your nose, but you had just clipped your toes after you walked on the lawn. Yeah, the one your puppy poops on. We're all sick and home from school again. This would not have happened if we just wash our hands. We now have to cancel all of these plans. Wash your hands. Wash your dang hands. We love you guys. See you next week.